Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for those who want to go deep on topics such as entrepreneurship, personal growth, social media, wellness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, retired corporate girl turned full-time online influencer and entrepreneur. There's no gatekeeping here, just real and raw conversations that are meant to raise your vibe and elevate your life. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I have Lauren Flyman on with me from the UK. She was furloughed and bored during lockdown in April 2020, and she decided to get her hand in jump rope, instantly became obsessed, and fell in love. Her newfound passion made her uh, start posting on her Instagram to really share her story, and over the last three years, that's really blown up to over a community of three million on every platform. She has recently launched a new app called Fancy Feats, which teaches other people how to jump rope. And I have been obsessed with her since since COVID. I've been following you, so it's kind of surreal to have you in my living room, my dog on yeah. your lap right now. Well, I'm the same with you. I've been following you and seeing you everywhere. I actually think I even learn. I was actually, I think. I saved some of your TikTok tutorials. Really? For some shuffle footwork. No way. Welcome to High Vibe Podge. Okay, so can you please just like introduce yourself? I really would love to hear your story because you're you're on your bio everywhere it says or lockdown made me jump rope. So I just would love to hear that story and kind of how you got to where you are now. Yeah. So it was April 2020. (laughs) I'd been furloughed from my sales job for like two weeks and mm-hmm. I'd done all the DIY I could do around the house. Well, okay. I was, well, I could have done more, but I was bored of it by that point. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd seen... You can set him down. <laughs> you can set him down if he's just being too bomb on. What are you doing? Hey, bomb on. Down. Come on. Down. Oh. Down. I'm sorry, bomb on. Yeah, so I, um, I, I'd seen... At, this, at that point, I'd only... I'd, just been intrigued by a woman called Carmel Rodriguez, who I follow for fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I've always been into my weightlifting and yeah. strength training for like, by that You're point, super like fit. Years. Yeah. So I was already into that. Cardio, I was, I just didn't really like doing mm-hmm. it. So it was never, I was never like, I'm going to jump rope for cardio. Yeah. I'd seen Carmel doing just some cool footwork and I was mm-hmm. literally like, it actually just looks quite cool. Yeah. And compared to, I mean, compared to what I do now, that was quite simple. But at the time that just really intrigued me. Yeah. Then I was like, well, I'm going to buy a rope. So I just bought a really cheap one on Amazon. Then when I was, go- I was searching on Instagram, I was searching like hashtag jump rope to get tips and try, try and figure out what I could learn. Mm-hmm. And then I stumbled upon this this little community, which was quite small at the time, yeah. but it was there, you know, I, I suppose the, the largest person in the community probably had like 15,000 followers on Instagram. Okay. And, um, and I start, I noticed that everybody was like communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, actually, since I'm at home, <laughs> kind of, it's a bit lonely at the moment mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm getting my rope. Why don't I set up a profile so that I can actually communicate with people and learn with all these people? Because that's what they're doing. They were all like, what are you working on today? I'm working on this. And like, oh, that's so fun. It was really cool. Yeah. So I, I started this profile, but I really, honestly, I didn't follow it from my personal account. I didn't link it to my personal account at all because I didn't want any of my friends or family oh, wow. to know. It wasn't like I wanted it. I, I didn't want to be public about it. Mm. I literally just wanted to kind of tap into this small community. 
But obviously to do that on social media, you do still have to have a public account yeah. so that people can see you Who as well. you are in there, yeah. yeah. So I, I think a few days after I'd actually got my rope and I'd started, I then started sharing my journey. And I literally would lean my phone against a paint can and just film myself mm-hmm. and just be like, this is where I've got to today. And then, it, you know, it just, one thing led to another. And I guess after maybe a month or so, people, even then people were like stumbling across me and then asking me for tips on how to get started. And Within a month? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, cause I was even sharing like just a bit of pro, like a progress video mm-hmm. on something really simple. Mm-hmm. So it was even really simple things back then. And then it's sort of, then I was like, well, maybe I should actually angle my content more, actually make more of an effort with my content mm-hmm. and think about people who are getting into this. Yeah. There, is, there are loads of things I did wrong at the start and I wish I'd known. And mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I started sharing that sort of content. Obviously I got better and better. I ordered a tripod off Amazon. <laughs> I got the right rope. So I was like learning properly as well. And um, then it, it just within, you know, I suppose in three months I was I think I, I sort of hit around 5,000. Well, I can't remember what, at what point. I think it was like, I remember there's Women's Health in the UK shared me. Okay. I can't remember at what point that was. Maybe three months in, I think it was. And I had, I had like, that, that took me to 10K mark. Okay. Which, that, which I was Just, like... That's huge, especially. Yeah, and like your first 10K is your hardest. Yeah. Like, it, like that's the yeah. first, because it's like you're establishing that ability. Because once you have like 10K, 100K, yeah. people are like, oh, like she's legit, you know? Yeah. So and that's it, so awesome. So it, that happened pretty early on, like your first three to six months. And it was just insane to me. But I do, I think that was kind of the turning point for me where I was actually like, well, there were so many things that motivated me. Like I, I loved this hobby I'd found. That was the main thing. Like mm-hmm. it was just, it was so enjoyable to be able to do something on my own, mm-hmm. but also have this kind of community aspect as well. And obviously when there wasn't a lockdown, I'd, I didn't, I'd seen as well that people actually meet up, you know, and jump yeah. around together. Yeah. A bit like probably the shuffle yeah. community. It's something you can do on your own, but mm-hmm. also you can do it with other people. Yeah. But actually, it's really important. It was really important to have something I could do so easily at home and enjoy so much at home mm-hmm. on my own, and learn. And actually, the learning—you know—you you actually learn really quick at the start with jump rope, so it's yeah. quite addictive. Yeah, like you can really tick off the tricks quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very it's very achievable. So I just became addicted, and I wanted to. I was like, I'm annoyed I haven't found this sooner. And yeah, I was like I want people to. <laughs> do this as well like mm-hmm. it's so much fun and see this side and then like the whole dance aspect I suppose I started there are a couple of people doing that already mm-hmm. um but I, I really focused on that yeah. and it got to a point where actually my inspiration was more coming from like the shuffle community wow and I was looking and and I was figuring out what I can take from that and do with the rope mm-hmm. and then that was inspiring the jump rope space as well yeah. and I think just that was kind of a new thing because jump rope is a competitive sport and yeah. there's there so much more to sport than what I do. Mm-hmm. But this was like a whole new wave of it. Like, like the shuffling, dancing with a rope. Yeah. yeah. It's it, insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was quite, it's quite satisfying to watch. I it's think that's, so satisfying to watch. Yeah. So I think then I kind of went from people were following me 
for the they were like this is a really interesting journey to follow and I think people still follow me for that mm-hmm. to eventually it sort of become more oh I'm actually re- quite good at this now and yeah. people are like entertained and I'm like performing so yeah more like how you are with mm-hmm. your profiles mm-hmm. so yeah and it just it just went from strength to strength from there have was there like any specific videos that really just like started to took off and like went viral like on TikTok or on Instagram or was it just like consistent growth over actually, the three years what hap- an interesting thing that happened was i I got onto Reels very quickly because mm-hmm. Reels were new on Instagram. Yeah. And everyone, I, I wasn't using TikTok at that time, but everyone was kind of like, what are these? Yeah. And what I realised was that when you've shared on Reels, Instagram, because it was so new, would push it. Mm-hmm. So they started pushing. So I had, and there was a thing, I don't know if you remember, it was like featured posts, a featured Reel. I don't know, I don't so remember that. You, so I suppose now it's like sometimes things get boosted, super mm-hmm. boosted and go viral. It's a bit like that. And I had multiple reels going viral. You were just an that. early adopter of yeah, it. And, and then to be honest, they were mixed. Like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes, I think the music makes a difference. I think I was always, I always carefully select my music. Mm-hmm. And I think it is just, it's that. I, I remember there was one Eminem, Lose Yourself. I, I was literally just doing, mm-hmm. I was actually just freestyling, just doing footwork from the side on. Uh-huh. And I think the music is quite... I think that probably appealed to maybe even like boxers and more the, like men as well. Yeah. Do like that looks kind of cool because mm. and the, the type of music it was. And I remember that that blowing up. Mm-hmm. And then I think by the end of 2020, I was I I'd nearly hit 100k. It was wow. going into January in in January 2021 when I hit 100k. Wow, so less than a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I just remember I started following you pretty early on and you were just always growing. Like yeah. every account was always growing. But your all of your videos were just like so energizing and so happy and so yeah. fun to watch. And me and Garrett always be like, this girl's so awesome. Like she's so good. And I literally could not believe that you just started during lockdown. Because yeah. you got so good so fast. Thing. Yeah. And I think for I think that was the thing that was so inspiring for people. And you know, made it even more like people weren't just like, oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. People were like, when they realised that I'd just started, they were like, oh, I want to do, do that this too. too. Yeah. So it's kind of because obviously jump rope's been around for ages. It's mm-hmm. nothing new, mm-hmm. but it's just I think there's lots of people that are posting jump rope videos online. They had been doing it for years, even like five years. It's yeah. Quite people are kind of like, well, it takes that's five too years. Long. That's too long. Yeah. People just want to get good at stuff quick. Mm-hmm. And I was proving that. And then okay, how many months. hours like a day? Were you doing it every single day? Like, were you addicted to it? So I, well, I it's difficult because you actually can't do too much anyway. Mm-hmm. It's probably like this. With your knees or your yeah. like, yeah, and <laughs> the impact. I actually, for my first two weeks, I did go too hard. No, it was actually in my first week mm-hmm. I did too much too soon, Ooh. and I had. Is that funny enough? I ran it into it like it's patella tendonitis, but it's actually also named jumper's knee oh no (laughs) i had that and um but the good thing with jump rope is you can actually practice so many things without jumping so that was when i drilled the mic release yeah and um swings and all all the cool different stuff yeah so i had two weeks off from jumping but Mm. that was 
I'm actually kind of grateful for that time because you need a lot of patience to learn the releases. Mm. And I did, I just, I had nothing else to do. I, like, I, it, I think I would have struggled and wanted to jump more. Mm-hmm. But I actually was like, well... I've it forced you to this. learn new tricks. Yeah, so it was like, I could never really jump for more than 30 minutes. It, well, in the first, I mean, the first sort of month, it mm. was like, you had to really increase it gradually. Build up to it. But then, even then, it's like my first year I never really got up to more than 45 minutes of jumping I mean that's a lot that's a lot lot. it's a lot like because like shuffling is also just like high impact like 45 minutes of shuffling is a lot you know and it's like hard on your knees and I mean yeah I think 45 minutes a lot but you're doing it you know pretty much like daily and you're just putting in the work and I think it's just super super inspiring to like hear your journey and I know other people I've seen some like you've posted the progress videos and transformation videos and it's like I think those are the most inspiring because everyone's like oh like she started like a normal person like me you know and then they're like if she can do that like I I don't know what it is I think people think that you're like born with all these expert gifts and you don't put in any work but when you show your progress videos like yeah it's super super inspiring well that's it and I think actually showing how rubbish you are when you start like, mm-hmm. think, I think people think even if I did start yeah it, 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 well a few years ago now it was like people easy. still think I'm, I got it straight away mm-hmm. but it's it like it's relatable when they see me struggling with mm-hmm. rope, like they are they are and that's why they've been put off yeah like, oh, maybe I should just carry on yeah so I would love to know are you you're doing this full-time now yeah right so when at what point were you starting to monetize your social mm-hmm. media and like when things opened back up, did you have this conversation and say like, I am not going to go back to work or yeah. what, what did that look like? So I think it was, I think the, the niche I was in was quite unique for monetizing mm-hmm. on social media because there's a very clear, people discover me and then they follow me. And then if you want to start, if you want to actually, if you're inspired to start yourself, mm-hmm. you buy a rope. Yeah. There's actual equipment that you buy. Mm-hmm. So I had, I was partnered with the company I work with now still, Dope Ropes. Actually, my first beaded rope, like the proper rope you should use, oh. came from them. Okay. So it was like I was a customer anyway. Mm-hmm. And then they introduced an affiliate scheme for the first time, like I was one of their first affiliates. Uh-huh. So it was, so with, so I was obviously earning commission from that. But I think compared to other things on social media that you can you could have like a hundred thousand followers mm-hmm. and it can be quite difficult to monetize. You you're relying really on doing like ads where like you're brand kind of, deals. Yeah. Brand deals where it's it's more like a brief thing where mm-hmm. you're actually like asked to present something in a certain way. Whereas for me it was it was very natural. It was like this is the rope I'm using. With affiliate marketing too, like yeah. it's a little less like you don't have to follow all of the guidelines. Yeah. You're like, funny enough, mm. we do in the UK. I think they're relaxed in the states, but they are in the UK. It's, you still have to be like, I'm out. earning commission. Yeah. Like I'm earning. Co- you'd say I'm earning commission, but, but like, it's but it's still, not like the brand is telling you these are all the talking oh, points you have to hit. It's, yeah, it's much more natural. Yeah, and just genuinely, it really is. It, mm-hmm. it was with this because it was like You're this is customer. the rope I'm using. Yeah, I've you know, since I ditched my... So was that your first experience of monetizing? Was that affiliate program? that was it. And that was, you know, steady at the start still. Mm -hmm. But I think better than most affiliate schemes might be. Mm -hmm. So I... That was a great start. And I... There was a point... So for three months, I was 
completely off work Mm -hmm. and then with the furlough scheme in the UK they reduced it so that people would have to go back part-time then they'd only top up Mm -hmm. certain the the rest of your salary a certain amount so without going into too much detail and boring (laughs) um I basically went back part-time so I was working mornings I Uh think and then yeah it was mornings and then I would do my jump rope stuff in the afternoon so that was for three more months after that so Mm -hmm. then getting towards the end of the year um it the furlough scheme was ending completely anyway and Mm. they were my company was bringing people back to work but then also my company had really struggled throughout the time Mm. and they were also making redundancies Mm. so there was a bit of a I'd at that time as well, I got approached, I had a couple of brand deals, which mm. are separate to the ropes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, if I went back full time to work, I knew I would have just cut off this opportunity. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I wouldn't have been, there's no way I would have been able to maintain how often I was posting, how often I was jumping. It's a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. So it, it was kind of like, I, Obviously, I'd feel more comfortable if I could carry on working. I mean, the great, it would have been great if I could just carry on the part-time thing. Yeah. But at that stage, it was like, I have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So it, was, it wasn't like I, wasn't, I, I was starting from scratch at that point. Mm-hmm. I still, but it was still... Scary. Scary. Yeah, it was because was it was like uncertain yeah. and you don't know what's yeah. going to happen. And, like, and you still don't... Yeah, you don't you're not know. making like enough consistent yeah. income for it to like make yeah. sense. But you're like, I know that this yeah. is what I want to do. And yeah. I think certainly with affiliates, and I notice this even now, the more you're growing, mm-hmm. the better the better my rope sales are doing. Because obviously more people are New people me too. And then they're buying ropes. Whereas typically obviously if people already follow me they probably already have the rope yeah you know they're not needing to buy a rope every day yeah Yeah. so I was like so the rope side I was like I've got to kind of continue growing really to see what I've been seeing so far Mm -hmm. and then with the um the other stuff you're just hoping that that will continue with brand deals and stuff even now I'm you I mean you you probably have this sometimes it's like you can have loads all in one month yeah you have really quiet time Mm -hmm. but I was lucky that it it did carry on steady I joined an an agency I had a few agencies approach me actually Mm -hmm. and ended up going with one which helped um and then I launched my own rope with Dope Ropes. I have my own line of ropes as well. Oh, and that's that was, so cool. That was really successful. Yeah. So it all kept on. Actually, it was all. It was worth it. So I and did. things were new. Opportunities were happening, yeah. and you kept on growing, and you kept on like new things started to open yeah. up. Where if you just would have shut it off because you were scared, exactly, it never would have happened. And everyone is scared because it's just like you're leaving yeah. this cushy, comfortable job that like you already know I'm gonna get the paycheck, yeah. and then you're like, okay, like it's all on me now. Yeah. And there's no way I wouldn't have been able to do it. Would it was literally like I would have just totally chucked it all away. Yeah. I'd probably. Maybe I've been able to do one post a week or something. It would have been so difficult. And it's, you know, and it was dark then in in the evenings and stuff. It would have been really yeah. hard to maintain. I know, the lighting is huge. I remember when I was building up my profile and I was working in the corporate world, I would just shoot everything on like Saturday and Sunday yeah. and then just try and have it through the week because well, I would come home at night. Yeah, and I bet, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't even think of doing that with John Rope. Maybe, I don't know how, even that with shuffle dance is hard work. So yeah. I have to get that, to choreo, choreo that many routines and get them down. Mm-hmm. And with jump rope, it's like, 
actually i'm much quicker now but at the start yeah it really was like it takes up a lot of time in the beginning the whole, i hadn't i didn't have a choice now if i've only got 20 minutes i'll be like well i know what i can do that's simple mm-hmm. and still good so i've I, seen you do that you're like yeah. i got 10 minutes to create yeah. a choreo so i know <laughs> yeah obviously sometimes i challenge myself to do an hour but uh-huh. it's like back then it was like i didn't have a choice one one video was taking me an hour mm-hmm. in any case because you're learning new moves yeah. and trying to put it in a choreo exactly. also Exactly. Wow. So you kind of like took this pivot where you just went all in with it, yeah. even though it was still scary and it was still yeah. uncertain. And a lot of people don't do that. Like a lot of people won't, won't well, make think, that jump. What I realized as well was with what happened with lockdown, mm-hmm. I, it is secu- it's security at the end of the day. That's what we all chase. We all want that security. Yeah. But actually my job hadn't given me security exactly. during that time. Yes. And... <laughs> It still, they were making redundancies. I was actually like, well, I'm going to go now because it's safe. If I'm not going to go, save someone a job as well. So mm-hmm. it was, there was that. It was quite a nice thing to be like, rather than me leaving a month, having regretted not leaving. Yeah. It's like, it's, I, I, they didn't then didn't have to make more redundancies for my team. Mm-hmm. So that was good. But it was like, they were, the fact is, they were still making redundancies. So layoffs were happening. secure about that? Exactly. You know? I say still, that all the time. Because people ask me, they're like, is being a content creator financially stable? Is yeah. it secure? And I'm like, your secure job yeah. is not secure. You could lose it exactly. any moment. And I think the most secure thing that you can do is develop your own skills and your own mindset that no matter what you know you're going to be okay exactly you're like i'm going to be able to pivot i'm going to be able to make my own money i'm going to be able to like get back up if i get Mm -hmm. knocked down and that to me like obviously you you build that through putting yourself in those scary positions but i would way rather bet on myself than bet on a corporate job and like hope that they're around you know next year or whatever definitely and i think the other thing is and everyone always says this the best thing to do in life is to have multiple streams of income Mm -hmm. and being a content creator gives you that opportunity because Mm -hmm. i'm sure you found there are multiple there's so many different ways to monetize you know now with what i do it's like so i have the ropes Mm -hmm. then i have um i mean most platforms aren't great at, with the, the pain, but YouTube is good. Yeah. So yeah. there's that, and then um, then obviously, I mean, we I'm sure we're going to get to talk about it. But then obviously, I started developing my app, and then that's another. Yes. Yes. You know, and there's so many there's so many more opportunities mm-hmm. if you're doing affiliates, it brand deals, yeah. monetizing on the platform. Yeah. Um, you're creating your own offers, like yeah. your, your app and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's so many different ways to diversify. And I think you have such a big presence on every platform, which yeah. I also think is really smart. Which is quite, I find it, I even, I'm surprised myself. <laughs> like, how is yeah. this? Like, how did this work? Because I know not everyone finds that. Yeah. I find every platform is obviously different. Mm-hmm. But I, have, I mean, you're going to be at a million in no time yeah. on YouTube. So you'll have a million on every yeah. platform. Yeah. It's crazy. Apart from Facebook. I've just started Facebook. Uh, Facebook That's too? That's a random one. That's come out of nowhere. Yeah. Facebook is quite a good place to really? post now. Yeah. Okay, I've heard yeah. this. But I've, I feel I mean, Facebook's so archaic, so I haven't been doing it. I mean, I, it is, I'm like, you know, when I... It's all I go on Facebook for is to post. I'm, yeah. I don't personally consume content on uh-huh, it. But you but just post a whole you know, there's a community whole that's consuming. community and I find that people on Facebook actually typically aren't on, I don't think they are on other platforms. Do you have a professional page on Facebook that you're posting on? Know. You know what, there's, I, or is it a regular personal page? Like I where people have to, profe- it's a professional Okay, page. so like you have fans that follow yes, your page. Yeah. Okay, okay. Huh, maybe so I'll I learn something I need yeah, to be on Facebook now. I started posting on Facebook beginning of, was it maybe 
January. I think mm. it was the beginning of this year. Okay. I'm now on 100 and... 80k on that. Okay. Thing. Wow. So yeah. Okay. I'm going to get on Facebook right after you this. Got all your <laughs> it's fun. Just repurpose. Yeah. Well. That's what I was doing with YouTube yeah. too. Like, yeah, and until my YouTube. Yeah. YouTube with the shorts. Yeah. Shorts that's so crazy. So I would love to talk about social media because you have grown so fast in the last few years. And obviously, social media gets a bad rap from trolls and haters to just like even mental health and yeah. consumption and not having a balance. And I've been inspired by a couple of your videos where you are actually like kicking the troll comments away and stuff like that and getting yeah. the comments. And I think it's unavoidable. Either you're going to have a video that goes viral enough and you get trolls or you're going to have platforms that get big enough yeah. and you get those negative comments. And I'm wondering how you've dealt with that, if it's had an impact on you, how you've been able to manage it over the last yeah. few years. I think it, the biggest shock, and you'll have had this moment, is when you first get them and mm. you're just like what yeah like, and I just think especially when so what we're doing is just there's no it's not controversial yeah it's not you know it's not even in the fitness space yeah. and you're not yeah. talking about nutrition or mm -hmm. anything that people can be controversial about mm -hmm. literally just having fun and it's like a positive thing and it's just so shocking when you get those first negative comments mm -hmm. at the start I think you know what it's random how it depends on where I'm at as to whether it impacts me mm -hmm. or not. I think I've got much better at it now. Um, and most of the time now, to be honest, it doesn't. But I think it, there were times where it was like my mood would impact whether it would hurt me or not. Mm -hmm. And I think it, what I realized, I think for me, I've mostly though, I've, I've just learned that actually, if whatever someone's commenting on is, pretty much I think like nine times out of ten is something that they're insecure about mm -hmm. so if they're commenting on your body mm -hmm. they're insecure about their body if they're commenting um if they're coming and things people would say things like if they say you're not you know if they say this is boring or that's mm -hmm. really easy like why is everyone going crazy about this it's like they probably tried it and can't do it themselves yeah I think it's so... It's just a reflection of that. It, it is. Yeah. Because I think when you really think about it, if even... We all have... We all watch things on social media and not everything is for you. Like, not mm. We don't all... And not everyone... It's fine. Like, not everyone will see my video and want to watch it. Mm -hmm. And it's like you just scroll past. Yeah. That's a normal reaction. If, mm -hmm. if, it's, if you don't enjoy it, just scroll past. past yeah. It's... It, it actually... Someone is bothered to leave a comment. They so take the time to, to write something time. mean. So they are... There's something... It's 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 more reflects... Them. It's, it's reflects them, not you. Mm -hmm. They, you know? Yeah, and it's an easy thing to say in concept. Yeah. But sometimes, like, people say really mean things. Yeah. And you're just like, what the hell? Like, yeah. what did I do to make you so angry? And I used to really just ignore them all the time or block. Like, mm -hmm. I, I have so many people blocked yeah. on yeah. all yeah. my... I just so, instantly block. Yeah. And then sometimes I feel a little sassy. Yeah, and, I'm I'm like, so, and I'm like, I'm you know so, what? Like, screw this I'm person. Not. And I'm, I'll do like a video response yeah, or something. Yeah. It just, it kind of just, but like, I, it doesn't really hurt me anymore. No. It's just kind of like how I choose to respond. Yeah, and, but they do well, actually. Yeah. The so videos, kind of, I don't know. You get to make content yeah, out of it. I know, I know some people comment yeah. like, don't 
bring attention to yes. them. Yes. Kind of like, look, at the end, just remember, or don't be bothered about them. Mm -hmm. It's like, just remember, I am a content creator. Yeah. My job is to create content. I'm creating content out of this. And, and if you're coming into my world, yeah. yeah. And I think as well, it does help people because these are all, what happens on social media actually is, it happens in the real life, in the real world mm -hmm. as well. So people will have comments said about them directly mm -hmm. in real life, yeah. like about their body or things like yeah. that. And actually, if we didn't do those sort of videos as well, people mm. wouldn't feel they, you know, they'd feel like they're very alone in that. Yeah, and I agree. They feel so empowered. To yeah, be like yes. And I agree. And I think that there's just really because there's this thing, or you're just supposed to ignore them or not yeah. bring it, give them any attention. I think they don't get. There's no repercussions for like bad behavior or bullying on the internet. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I've replied to comments, and then that person deleted their comments yes, because they regretted well. what they said. Yeah. And I was like, if I can say something and yeah. then make this person exactly. think twice before Actually. they leave a mean comment to someone else, yeah. then you're doing something good. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I've, I've started to actually say, I'm sorry that you you know you watch this video and mm -hmm. that's the first thing you thought about yeah um you know as in like someone comments on my body like i'm really sorry that you put so much pressure on yourself you must you must put this sort of pressure on yourself as well yeah to comment on my body mm -hmm. what sort of pressure do you put on yourself i'm really sorry that you feel this way yeah and actually then they're like oh she feels sorry for me because mm -hmm. i do because actually if somebody looks at you and their comment their first comment is your body yeah that's what they're thinking of so when they look in the mirror yeah they're they will be putting that pressure on themselves to look a certain way, which is really sad. Yeah. Um, but I also do, I mean, I have to be honest, I don't always stick to this, but I do try as well to, like, if I'm going to respond to a comment mm -hmm. that's negative, I say to myself, I have to respond to all of the positive ones first. Yes, because yes, I do and, that too. And I think it is, it is bad as well as a creator. It like I admit like if if I've if I've responded to a hate comment and then I've not responded to a load of positive comments it's because like, they stand out too. yeah it, and it does and mm -hmm. I think people do understand that but equally I'm like you need to show the people that are giving you love love yeah, back exactly. and like show them that they're they're more important yeah it's just sometimes it's triggering because oh, it's, it's like that, that it one thing that you're like what yeah, like is. where did this come from it just it stands is. out but I love that because I always think about that too I'm like okay I'm not going to give this person yeah. any type of attention until I respond to the people that truly you, deserve my attention and when you do that you feel really good and mm. sometimes i've found i get to the end and mm. i'm like i can't even bother to respond to that you're like, I'm, I'm now in such a good mood <laughs> yeah. that i can't even bother yeah it's you so know? crazy that people and it's, i find that it's usually i mean there's been women too but it's usually just like old men yeah. that like respond they comment on my body yeah they comment on your body we have completely different body yeah. types but for well, some reason it. they're not perfect well you on the same <laughs> post you know i'll have people you know men kind of being weird and, yeah yeah and you know sexualizing yeah. me and then i'll have men being like awful you know she looks like a man she's got no <laughs> hips like i'm like i just can't so i mean one thing's for sure it does prove that there is no perfect body perfect body yeah actually. there isn't if, if you're gonna say anything about it like, yeah and I try to want, I want to like normalize just different body types, mm. like fit and healthy looks different on different people. Yeah. You know, like I'm built a little bit thicker. I have big hips, yeah. you know, like you're taller and you're thinner, but you're super muscular. Yeah. Like we're built completely different. And 
I think that's a beautiful thing and something that we should embrace and normalize. So whenever there's those body comments, it like yeah. that, that kind of triggers me because I had a lot of issues hating my body yeah. for so long that I'm like, it took me so long to accept myself. Mm-hmm. And like, I know that there's so many other women that feel the same way. So I get, I get like triggered by that, which is why I feel the need to respond yeah. because I feel like so many women suffer from mm-hmm. that. But yeah, it's so crazy that people say that to you. Okay, I want to make a last comment sh- or yeah. like a last topic shift uh, so we can wrap this up and talk about your app. Yeah. Fancy Feeds. Mm-hmm. Cutest name ever, by the way. It's so cute. So what, I want to hear the whole process of yeah. when you were like, I want to create an app and even what that, because mm-hmm. I'm sure creating an app was like a whole yeah. mission. Yes. So let's talk about it. So <laughs> to be honest, pretty early on, I was like, I... I feel like I can do some more detailed instructional videos Mm -hmm. and charge for that content in some way. Because I think as well, I mean, you might find this. I I don't know if you you do tutorials on shuffle dance. If you do something too complicated, it's Mm -hmm. actually, it doesn't necessarily, well, definitely in the jump rope space, if you do a simple skill, that, that will do potentially really well as a tutorial like with all your other content Mm -hmm. people will this social media will push it I think because it does do well because Mm -hmm. it's achievable and a lot of people will want that Mm -hmm. then you have the the people obviously the harder it gets the less people that want that content Mm -hmm. so then inevitably if I spend a lot of time creating um you know tutorial you know quick tutorials about harder skills Mm -hmm. they don't tend to perform as well Mm -hmm. anyway and necessarily even reach the right people Mm -hmm. because not everyone wants to see them not enough people want to see them the beginner stuff does really well yeah exactly but there is still that demand it's Mm -hmm. just it's smaller it's smaller and then on top of that those people would really appreciate more detail not just because you've done it for social media and you want it to still perform well something that's short they want something detailed Mm -hmm. and they will They'll, they'll be interested for in that. Too. They'll yeah, pay for it because yeah. they want it. They, so I realised that was the case. I I was kind of, I guess I'm not a, perf- I am a bit of a perfectionist. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I knew I could just really quickly actually just find a platform. And I know people do it mm-hmm. and, and where you can just put your content behind paywall. It's like a plug and play type yeah, of thing. And there's yeah. lots of those that exist. But I think the thing I found was a lot of those are aimed at personal trainers mm-hmm. and fitness Mm -hmm. and actually with learning a skill with jump rope especially one skill leads to the next if you get two skills you can learn another skill which Mm -hmm. combines them both and everything actually interlinks yeah and I realized as well in my head I was like you could actually create a whole map out of this Mm -hmm. like you start at the basic bounce and then from there you could learn a double under even though that's a hard skill Mm -hmm. because actually you wouldn't need to learn a crossover which is easier before a double under Mm -hmm. you just need a basic bounce so why can't someone... My mind's if, like, I don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. So if basically yeah. everyone has different... Some people yeah. want to just learn footwork. Yeah. But if a lot of people launching programs and on these platforms, you have to kind of actually set an order and I, I'd have to decide that and say, right, you learn a swing first, then mm-hmm. you learn a crossover, then you're going to do a to swing To make it cross. the best learning experience. Yeah, but then someone might be like, yeah, but I don't want to learn a crossover. I just want to do the fancy footwork. Mm-hmm. I really don't care for all these trips. Or, yeah. A crossfitter just be like, I want to learn a double under. Do yeah. I really need to learn a cross? Well, no, you don't. I mean, you might do nowadays to so start putting it in the competition. Mm-hmm. But you, you to learn a double under, you just need a basic bounce. So mm-hmm. I was like, so to for me to to put stuff on a 
platform would still actually just be an overwhelming space of content because it would be like, well, what do I learn next? Mm-hmm. And none of the, those platforms are built for jump rope. So it wouldn't be able It wasn't to customizable work. to what you yeah. wanted it to do. So I was just like, I had this be in my bonnet, I guess. I was just like, I've got to, I've, I want to create an app. I want yeah. it to be bespoke. Mm-hmm. I want it to be from scratch. Because even with app development, you can even go to an app development company and they'll give you a skin, like something, the mm. framework, and you can just reskin it. Mm-hmm. Even that wasn't enough for me. I was like, I need to- So from to... total scratch. Yeah. So like, where did you start? Did you find so someone that can I do was, this or? Yeah, so I, my, I was lucky because my agency have worked with, with other, their other talent have created apps before. So they had contact, con- contacts in the app space. They'd, so they were able to suggest to me different developers who could okay. do this. Wow. Then, I obviously explained what I was looking for, this whole idea. Like, mm-hmm. I basically wanted this whole place where you've got this skill maps and then you go through and there's the drills you need to learn it. Then you can complete the skill and it will unlock new skills based on wow. that. Yeah. And then if you learn maybe two skills mm-hmm. and you, you know, you complete the second one. Of it's those kind of like skills, a choose your own adventure type of thing. Exactly. Wow. And then on top of that, you have, once you have built up enough skills, it'll start um, unlocking combos mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll put a combo on so there. people can't go ahead they have yeah. to learn the skills first okay exactly because that's the and it's like it's more frustrating actually if you do something that you're not ready for mm-hmm. so it is like if you follow this you will you'll get be a better end. experience and there'll always be something you can learn because mm-hmm. there always is mm-hmm. and then with the combos it's like I could I put I obviously create all my choreos and stuff and I put, put them on the app and then I select what skills are going to be in them. Mm-hmm. And then once people have got the skills, they can unlock that. Wow. Or if they have an aim to do that combo, mm-hmm. they can then go through and be like, right, I need to learn those skills. So I'm going to learn those skills because I want to unlock that combo. So what was the process like working with one so, of these app developers? Yeah, so obviously, mm-hmm. so the first thing was I had to, I had this idea literally in 2021. Mm-hmm. And that was when I started speaking to people. Then I, when I explained my idea and the fact it really was going to be quite bespoke, that's when obviously I saw how much it was going to cost. Yeah. And, um, you know, and the, how long it was going to take as well. So it was like I had to park it because I needed to save the money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I did. So a year after that, I was Wait, how like, much did it cost? If you don't mind I, me asking, you don't guess it. <laughs> I, I can't tell you. Okay. No, it was, but, but it was an investment, like, a, it, big investment. It was a big investment. Investment. Okay. Investment. Wow. I mean, I, yeah. Okay. I took a modest. Sal- I'd say out of my business, it was like I just took a modest salary for that year, so that the rest I just invested in. This is the app. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then yeah, so got started on that like twenty twenty. Where are we now? We're in twenty twenty three. Yeah middle of last year because I also had to get videographers for the the content as well so mm. the filming of the content was happening alongside the actual building the app yeah so then it kept getting pushed back I mean at one point it was meant to be September last year then it became January then it it actually launched in February this year mm-hmm. so it's just taken so long to get to that point and also I had to you know I had to choose what to launch with because there was you know my pie in the sky idea i've got so many more ideas for it now which mm-hmm. obviously i'll get to and i can reinvest so you're going to keep on building it but you have to kind of start with right something something and and the main features i think people are going to want and the main skills you mm-hmm. know and the beginner skills because actually it's like there's so many more skills i need i'm adding yeah um 
and you have to just but you have to just start so that initial and that getting 40 skills and 40 combos mm-hmm. so i had to with all the tutorials so i've done the tutorials like i filmed them all in a couple of days but mm-hmm. then did i scripted voiceovers and then the editor had to get him to do all the graphics that are needed and make sure it was in the right order that was the hardest thing actually because it's a skill that he doesn't like uh, he didn't obviously understand my matching my voice with my movements mm. when it's complicated like cr- cross skills and things yeah that was quite a timely thing to actually make sure they looked right. I wonder if in the future you can use AI to do the voiceovers for you. That, yeah, I mean, these are <laughs> It's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Is, I mean, AI is crazy what you can do. Mm-hmm. But so, wow, that's so, so you, this has been a long coming yes. project yeah. that has now finally launched and it's, yeah. it's a membership app. Yeah, so it's subscription based. So you've got, you can either subscribe for a month, or there's mm-hmm. three, six, 12 months. Um, I am launching soon, like another option as well. I mm. think I can say that on this. I don't okay. know when this goes live. Okay. But even if people hear about this, it's, it's fine. Um, so at the moment, it's like full access. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it went live and I realised the demand for it, mm-hmm. which has, has been great, and I realised that I'd have money coming in to invest in more things. Yeah. The kind of next step was because despite it being successful there's still people that were like it is a bit expensive for me or Mm -hmm. and although i think it's it's great value for money for what it offers it's like if you want all that that's it's like a bargain because your other option is coaching yeah jump rope coach which is more expensive Expensive one-on-one time but so you're just trying to create multiple offers at different price points for every everyone you know rather than i'm you know i think Mm-hmm. Some people were even like it should be free, and there was a bit of an uproar about that. But well, if, after all of the money <laughs> I and time, I don't, I don't think people, re- you know, I don't think people realize how hard it is. And, think, and you, and then you have some free stuff online yeah, if they want to go search know, for that. I think this you know? is the thing that's my offering. I think people need to kind of understand. I have my free offering on social media. This yeah. is like a lot, and then I think that was the nice thing is that I've. There's always going to be someone that thinks it should yeah, be free. And my next thing was, I've, you know, the developers are testing it at the moment. Oh. It's like another, like a light version, basically, mm. which has access to some of the skills. Like and basic then, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And there's like, there is a workout section, actually, along where it's a bit more kind of like you follow, mm-hmm. um, you know, you go a 10-minute session. Yeah. The people who prefer that, because obviously the tutorial section is very much, you watch a tutorial and you just kind of do it in your own time. Mm-hmm. And then if people want that structure, they have yeah. like... Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Yeah, so congratulations you. on launching your thank app. You. If people for some reason are watching this podcast and they don't know who you are, where can they find you? What's your handle? Yeah. Everything. So I'm pretty much, I'm lauren.jumps on TikTok and Instagram. I think just Lauren Jumps on YouTube. Um, and you can find my app as well on both Android and iOS. It's Fancy Feats. Yeah. Yeah. F E A T S. F E A T S. Yes. Skills. Like, yeah. Achieving a feat. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's so yeah. cute. But it's kind of a no pun. I love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love the pun. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for I, I'm like so crazy that you're here from the UK. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. 
For more on me, visit torinishino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.